This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Stay here, the best character from Demon Slayer, and you're listening to the Demon Slayer podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, Inosuke takes over every once in a while. Uh, this is Bryce Pappenbrook. I'm the English voice of Inosuke in Demon Slayer, and uh, very excited to be here and chat with you guys about the show. Thank you for joining us. Like, this is awesome. Yes, welcome to the Demon Slayer podcast. I am your usual host, VLORGTZ, and I'm with my good friend CJ. And like Bryce just mentioned, we have him on the podcast today, the voice of Inosuke in Demon Slayer. This is a huge honor. Thank you so much for being on. Yeah, happy to chat with you guys. I I, I truly love the show. Um, I mean... I binged it as it was coming out before I knew I, I would have the opportunity to audition for it. Um, so love chatting about it. It's awesome that you guys are creating this podcast. And I will also say I agree. He was my favorite character from season one. <laughs> I also have to agree with that. Like, who doesn't love Inosuke? I mean, come on. Uh, it's so much fun and so different from the typical types of characters that I've played in the past. I mean... He relates to a lot of my characters in that he yells pretty much every line. Um, I, I've done a lot of screaming in my career, uh, but Inosuke is uh, he's right up with uh, with all the other screamers there. Um, but yeah, he's just he's just very different and very fun to play. So I'm kind of curious. Uh, yesterday was actually Inosuke's birthday. So did you do anything to celebrate it? You know, I, I really should have gone outside and just headbutted all the trees in my yard. <laughs> I think as a belated birthday present, I, I, I need to go out there and do that. Yeah, I mean, I think you could uh, easily social distance while uh, headbutting some trees. So that sounds like a fun time. Exactly. It's a perfect socially, you know, responsible activity to take. Yeah, I mean, Inosuke's fine after doing it like constantly. So clearly it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I uh, I guess kind of like when, since you binged a lot of it, what was your overall impression of the series before you really got to sink your teeth in when it came to acting out in Osuke? Stuff like that. Um. Well, I, I mean, I, I think we should start with like how well I connected to Tanjiro. Like I wanted him to win. He's just a character that you love. Um, and when Inosuke showed up kind of in the middle of the season, like I was immediately drawn to him. Like every time he came on screen, like I found myself smiling and, you know, it was for a few reasons. One, the character is just insane and so much fun. You just don't know what he's going to kind of do. Um, he, he's just so wild and feral. Um, but also his voice just, I, I connected right away because the Seiyu, uh, the, the Japanese voice actor for Inosuke is uh, Matsuoka-san, who also p- plays Kirito in Sword Art Online. So I've heard a lot of Matsuoka-san, um, a lot of his performance in different shows, and this is unlike anything I've heard him do in the past. 
Um, and I've, I've been lucky enough to meet him a few times. And I got to say, I'm a big fan of his work. He's an incredibly nice person. And when I heard him just run into the screen, appear and start slicing up demons, like I, I fell in love. And I, I just kept thinking to myself, like, I hope I get the opportunity to just even audition for this character. Um, and I, I'm really glad that it, it worked out. I mean, I, I feel like I've I've won the anime lottery again. <laughs> I'm just so thankful that that I was able to step into the booth and do what I did, which was pretty insane. Um, I, I've never I've never had to go through the things that I went through for a character before. Um, I guess to kind of speak about that of, of some of the things that were kind of different, um, like I don't typically have like a vocal warm up that I do before I go into the booth. Like I just kind of jump into traffic and then show up at the studio and jump in and, you know, just go right into the character. But for Inosuke, during the first week of recording, I blew my voice out pretty much every session, trying to figure out how to scream that intensely, you know, for that long of a time. Um, and, and I found later that I needed to do a vocal warm up and my, my warm up and, you guys who are listening, you should definitely do this as you're driving in traffic like I do. It's it's his laugh. And and I do this. <laughs> just as I'm driving right next to people and they look over and just, <laughs> oh, no. And like hit the brakes or speed up to not be next to me. Um, so highly recommend doing that. Um, great, great vocal warm up. Um, and then Inosuke, uh, like, he, he's just on the deeper side, my deeper range. I feel like my voice hasn't changed since middle school. So I had to do something else to try to adjust and alter my voice. And what I found that actually worked, and you guys can try this too, is you pour yourself the darkest, strongest cup of coffee or espresso possible. Like... They have some machines, like uh, pod machines at the studio, and uh, you can choose the size. So I would always pick the darkest, strongest one and do the lowest size. So it's just like a black hole in a cup, right? And when you take a hmm. sip of that stuff, it just makes you angry. You just go, oh, oh. So before every line... I would take a sip of that dark, disgusting stuff and just go, Ugh, and then like amp myself up with some like growling. So sip of coffee, Ugh, uh, uh, and then I'd say my lines as Inosuke. That is awesome. Holy, so, wow, that is so awesome to hear. It was a lot of work, you know, to, to go in there and, and to go through that. But, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Um, and... And another thing about dubbing anime, when we're when we're working on these shows, we're watching the picture on screen and we're actually talking and saying the lines as the characters are speaking on screen. They don't change the the animation after. So we're we're dubbing. Um, but Inosuke is wearing his mask for the majority of the show. So the only sync I had to hit is snout flap. His little snout moves up and down. And that's all I had to really time myself to so there was so much freedom in the performance to just have fun and go crazy and i i loved having that sort of creative freedom to to make that insane character a little bit more of my own to 
to still stay true to the original intention, but kind of find my own path there. It was just such an amazing experience. It certainly showed, didn't it, V-Lord? Yeah, it really did. Like, honestly, this the entire process of, like, crafting Inosuke's voice is just, like, so interesting. And, like, I, I love how you mentioned uh, Matsuoka-san's uh, Japanese performance as Inosuke, because I feel like, just like your performance, that performance was also, like, really distinct. And that's kind of what I felt when I first heard you as Inosuke as well. Like, it... It feels a lot different from a lot of the other roles that you've done, like Kirito and other characters in the past. And despite that, it still feels so true to the character. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. You know, we work really hard in the studio. The entire team works hard to um, to stay true to the intention of the character and and to but but yet adapt it for the English audience. So. You, so you have this whole new performance that, you know, shouldn't just be compared at face value to Matsuoka-san. Um, but if we accomplish the same things in those moments, if you're laughing when you're supposed to be laughing, if you you feel for him when he's truly scared um, and, and that comes through, then we've done our job well. And um, I, I'm really proud uh, with what the team and and. Uh, Steve Staley, the director, was able to pull out of me in those moments. Both of you guys did a fantastic job, too. Like It, it seemed like everyone's performance really was just on the money when it came to Demon Slayer. So, like, honestly, you all deserve a round of applause for the work you did for it. it, was, it was, it's been such an enjoyable ride to see it kind of play out. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Uh, so for Demon Slayer, what kind of stood out to you? Um, at least when you see the whole, when you see everything kind of come together, whether it be, uh, watching your performance, or even the Japanese performance, what was it? The animation that stood out to you? Was it the, the acting? Was it the setting, the tone, all that stuff? Cause personally for V-Lord and even myself, we love the kind of demon sort of atmosphere you get in certain anime, like Blue Exorcist comes to mind as like a, at least a favorite of mine that I really enjoy that type of setting. And I'm curious well, as you were working with Demon Slayer, what kind of stood out to you? What you're like, man, this is so fun to work on. I mean, the animation is the first thing that really jumps out. Like UFO Table, like I'm very familiar with their other shows. Um, you know, I'm I, I play Shiro Emiya in the Fate series, and uh, for Unlimited Blade Works, for example, we called that show Unlimited Budget because of how much <laughs> it cost to make that beautiful animation. And Demon Slayer, like especially during the entire spider arc. And I don't want to spoil anything for the listeners who haven't seen that far, but there's one particular fight scene that when I saw this, like my mind was just blown. Um, it, it's just a beautiful sort of mix of CGI and, uh, and, and just perfect animation just blended together in, in a very beautiful way. And it just is so unique like I, I feel like seeing animation done this to this level just draws you in right away. I mean, the whole show is beautiful. Um, and I agree, like I love the settings too. Like Blue Exorcist to date is still one of my favorite shows. Uh, I, I love playing Rino Kumara. I love that whole world. I want another season of Blue Exorcist <laughs> so bad. Um, so, so yes, I, I love the setting. I love how gritty the show gets. Just, you know, people and demons just getting killed and sliced up. 
Um, and I love the journey. I love how all of the characters are just growing and training and getting stronger and the monsters and, and demons are getting bigger and stronger. And, you know, there's there's all these different sort of bad guys looming out there that we haven't discovered yet. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's just a really great show. It definitely it definitely is. And kind of to follow up on that. It really took off like during its simulcast. Uh, V-Lord was like a kid in, in school when he was seeing like so many pop culture uh, like celebrities mentioned, yo, this anime is, is awesome. They need to see it. Were you expecting the, such a meteoric rise of the property itself, whether it be the manga and the anime too? like Demon Slayer seems to be uh, like another form of My Hero Academia of popularity when it comes to anime? Yeah, you know, um, I, I've I've been in the sort of anime world for quite a long time and it it just makes me so happy that anime has truly become mainstream i mean i've been lucky enough to be part of these giant hits like sword art online and attack on titan um and and now demon slayer like it's it's just really exciting um and to kind of speak on uh, people that that are outside the typical anime world that are watching the show i was at new york comic-con and uh, I happened to pop into the green room and sat down and I, I sat next to uh, a guy who I thought looked familiar. He was very, very nice. We just started chatting and um, he, he's like, so what do you do? And I said, you know, I, I work on anime and, and video games. He's like, I love anime. I, I'm watching this show right now called Demon Slayer. I'm so hooked. Um, and I'm like, awesome. So tell me a bit about what you do. He's like, oh, I, I um I play video games. Um, I go by Ninja. So, oh my god! god. No way! That's insane. The Ninja, um, who I know is very popular, very well known, very down to earth, super friendly guy. You know, he said that, and my my I had just been cast as Inosuke, and I didn't tell him. I, I like I took the conversation somewhere else, and I said, "I'm working on some cool stuff. I'll let you know." when this is announced, I, I think you'll be excited for me. And right when I was announced as Inosuke, I, I hit him up and he, uh, he was, he was excited back for me. Um, but yeah, he's a very, very nice guy and, and definitely an anime fan. Man, that's crazy. Like, honestly, I remember when Ninja like tweeted about Demon Slayer initially, and that's when you knew like Demon Slayer was on the map. Like it had just like hit the big time. Yeah it, yeah, it really did. It was that that's kind of like how we were all we could all see that this was becoming more than just simply an anime. You know, it was becoming something that I think a lot of people would like to watch. Absolutely. And it's it's very exciting to be part of, you know, the the kind of rise of anime into mainstream. Um, you know, there's there's no no other reason other that there's great storytelling and great properties and original things that are coming from Japan in the form of anime. Um, these are just great shows that everyone can enjoy. Um, so it's, it's just exciting to be, you know, a small piece of that. Um, and, and I'm, I'm really proud to, to put everything into it. And, and hopefully, uh, a, a lot of people that, that watch the English version enjoy my performance. I can at least tell you two people here did for sure awesome. for de for definitely sure. Uh, v Lord is definitely our manga aficionado, especially when it comes to Demon Slayer. He has been 
he was he was like I want to say maybe a year and a half to two years before the anime was announced and even it was available in English for the manga. He was like, you need to read this kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm curious how uh, how much have you read if you had the chance to read some of Demon Slayer? So I'm very tempted to pick up the manga um, for Demon Slayer and for a few other shows. Um, but I don't. I typically stay away from them because they don't always stick to the manga perfectly. And I'm not sure in this case how close it is to the manga. But if something happens in, in the manga to especially a character I play and I kind of fall in love with that moment and then it doesn't happen, I just have my heart broken. <laughs> so I, I just try to stick with the anime journey. Um, so I know there's more Demon Slayer coming. I have no idea what's about to happen. Um, so please don't tell me. Don't spoil it. Yeah, V-Lord. <laughs> My lips are sealed, though there's some really great stuff with Inosuke in the future. Uh, I, I cannot wait. I'm, I'm so excited to see what happens next. I guess, like, to tie things back into Inosuke, though, like, Inosuke really starts off as kind of a more standoffish character. He's very obnoxious, and, like, he doesn't really want to interact with other people. But, like, throughout the show, you really see him, like, grow as a character. He really starts, like, becoming more friendly towards Tanjiro, starts reflecting on his own, like, uh, view of strength. What did you think about that when you were kind of going through the role? Yeah, it's it's really great to see that growth even so quickly in the show. And, and I'm really interested to see where the character goes moving forward. Um, but I just tried to play him as crazy as possible. Um, I, I, I tried to go all over the place and just put as much energy into that character as I could. Um, so it was it was really great to see that growth. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how the relationship in the core group kind of continues to grow. And like with that, like as V-Lord was saying, when it came to Inosuke kind of being standoffish at first and to then opening up a little bit more throughout the series. I think what I really enjoyed when watching the growth of Inosuke is how he was so sure of himself. You know, he was always he always felt confident that he could finish a job, especially when it came to slaying demons. And then as further along we go he kind of realizes he might be more of a small fish in a big pond and i'm very fascinated in how well the uh, author of demon slayer was able to create this world of where he inosuke himself felt he was in such a small little like cocoon and then all of a sudden he's like sprouting and he's like oh wait there might be more than i i initially thought which i think is really cool and i'm curious if you at least saw some of that. If you think uh, his arc is kind of only just beginning as he's starting to realize how big the world is. Yeah, I hope so. I feel like there is a lot of room to grow for all the characters. And I love that growth, like, you know, towards the end of season one, how they're all just training and getting stronger. I, I want to see, you know, what happens after that. I want to see the results of that. Um, and, and you're right. Inosuke is very much a lone wolf at the beginning, or should I say lone boar at the beginning <laughs> of the uh, show. And, and he starts to make a true friendship in that, in that core group. Uh, he starts to care about uh, uh, Tanjiro and, and Zenitsu to a point. Um, we'll, we'll see how that continues to, to grow. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I just really love about Demon Slayer 2 is that it's not only... A like a story of survival and family. It's a story of 
just growth and it's like big coming of age story for all the characters like they're all maturing as demon slayers and kind of learning more about themselves through all these obstacles yeah i and i just love that type of show it's something that when i as i was growing up and and watching different anime like i was really attracted to that type of show like i was a big dragon ball z fan and i just loved like the training and then big battle and then more training more powerful more training more powerful like i feel like there's a there's that theme in this show also and i just love how the power levels just keep rising and you you mentioned this earlier with at least liking the animation and design so much of uh, the show itself. I have to say, Inosuke's design is is awesome. I love the boar. I love the boar hat. I love the like everything that they're kind of like doing when it comes to the design of the Demon Slayers. When you first saw the character, were you just like, oh, I need to get me one of those? Like, didn't it look cool to you too? Yeah, I, I wanted to. I still want to, and probably need to just order a boar head. Um, I've been. I've been fortunate enough to go to a, a bunch of events before, you know, everything was kind of locked down and see some amazing Inosuke cosplayers. Um, in, in fact, I was at an event uh, called KatsuCon and I was on a panel and in the very, very back of the room, there was an Inosuke, amazing boarhead just sitting by himself watching. And I pulled out my phone and just like zoomed way in and just caught Inosuke. It's, it's one of my favorite pictures of cosplay that I have, actually. Um, it's, yeah, such a fun character design. And like I mentioned, saying most of the lines inside the boarhead just gives me so much freedom. It definitely, which definitely, I'm sure like, you're thinking like, wait, I don't have to match lip flaps. Oh, this could be really good. like. I'm sure you were like, this is like a Christmas present come early, huh? Oh yeah, just snout flaps are much easier to hit. Um, were there any other uh, character designs that stood out to you? Is uh, if you were able to like catch episodes of like all different types of whether it be demons or demon slayers or anything like that? Yeah. So uh, these this new group of of good guys. Um, they they're they're called the Hashira, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So all of the Hashira, it's so interesting how each one like kind of stands out. Um, I mean, and then what is the group of the the big bad demons we have not been introduced to yet? Well, the uh, Kizuki. There we go. Or the 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 five lower twelve moons. Um, I mean. You see just little tastes of what you're going to kind of get here in the future. Um, but the entire show is just beautiful. Um, I, I love all the fight scenes. I love, you know, as they're doing sort of their, their breathing and their special attacks, all the water um, uh, in, in Tanjiro's moves, just really, really well done. Yeah, those stand out. Those stand out really well when it comes to, especially the high end fights kind of stuff with that. But uh, I'm I'm curious, at least when it comes to Inosuke, are you are you going to be ready for any special attacks in the future? You think, especially when you have to drink all that coffee. <laughs> I I'm ready to drink a lot of really dark coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm excited to see what the rest of the uh, the the beast breathing moves are. Um, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. 
So, so since you got to like kind of uh, have a lot more freedom with a lot of Inosuke's lines, is there like one specific line that like really stuck, like stuck out to you, or like is like a favorite of yours? Yeah, there's there's a fight between Inosuke and Tanjiro, and he's like showing off in this fight, and he leans backwards between his feet. I, I think that scene stands out, and I just got to do this like this cackle. Um, and, and I was so happy with that noise that came out of my body. When they heard it, they're like, yep, that's the one. Um, they knew right away that I had hit it. Uh, I, I don't think I'd ever made that noise in the past. So it was uh, it was fun bringing that out of me. Um, also, I, I mentioned I love bloopers. There's some really good moments right in that moment. I won't spoil them in case uh, Aniplex plans to release bloopers uh at an event or on a blu-ray but i'll just say they are some of my finest <laughs> oh no i've yeah. seen the sword art ones i know exactly where this could go <laughs> now i really hope those get released <laughs> me too i we need the, that in the world right now i feel like that would bring a lot of smiles to people's faces um i was definitely laughing really hard in the booth um so there's some good ones in there Considering that you were able to go to a couple events before uh, the recent COVID-19 pandemic, were you able to see any other uh, cast members and just like talk about Demon Slayer? Because obviously when you go to record, it's like you typically and the director, stuff like that. So I'm curious if you were able to meet up with any other cast members to just be like, man, this is a lot of fun. You, do you like, you like it as much as I do kind of thing? Yeah, so uh, I've had a couple opportunities actually. So um, we... When the, the episode where Inosuke shows up and Zenitsu has more lines, so he's basically showing up, I think it was episode 11 or 12, um, we, we all met up and, and watched Toonami together. Um, so it was, it was me and Zach and Abby and Alex. Uh, we, we got to hang out, and Xanthi uh, was there also. She had a character in that episode. Um, so we all hung out and watched uh, Toonami together, uh, to see it live. And it was just so much fun doing that and getting their reactions and um, just, I mean, it was good times. Um, so that was really fun. I would love to to do that again. Um, also, uh, I think I can say this. We had some special features that are coming to the Blu-ray. Um, I, I think I can say this. Um, <laughs> I won't go into detail, but I got to hang out with some of the other cast members and, and talk about the experience on the show. And and uh, it was it was, again, really, really funny and really, really fun. Um, so, yeah, I, I get along really well with with the cast. Um, I also had a panel with uh, Johnny Young Bosch, um, who plays Giyu. And that was kind of my first Demon Slayer panel. And it it. I mean, Johnny's an amazing actor. He's a great person. He's so funny. Um, so it was just great to kind of talk to him about his experience and 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 listen to some of his stories in the booth and uh, talk to fans about the show. I mean, I feel like the whole cast um, is really excited and really into the show also. And it's it's great to be a part of that. I honestly wish I could have seen everyone's reaction to your laugh in the in the show. That's for sure. <laughs> I, you know, I, I wish I had some video of some of those moments. Um, 
I always think back and go like, oh, if I only had that on camera. But most of the time, they're, they, they're not really happy if you're recording or, or doing that in the booth. They, they want to kind of keep everything yeah. secret. You don't want to spoil the surprises that are coming. Um, so most of the time, there's no, there's no cameras around. Um, I think I did record. Uh, I, I just kind of set my phone down and hit record for one of the screams I did for Inosuke. Um, he's like kind of knocked out cold and then he wakes up screaming, you know, as you do. Um, th that one particular scream was really, really intense. And I was having this problem in the booth where uh, the mic would not pick up the frequency that was coming out of my body. Like there was always distortion. And, hmm. you know, the engineers at the studio have a ton of experience dealing with lots of screams and loud people and all that. But I don't know what it was. I, I think it was like the air pressure just coming out of my mouth sounded like a like over the scream. So they weren't getting clean signal. So I literally had to back up to like, you know, maybe three feet away from the mic and scream way off access to get it to pick up my signal. Um, kind of strange. Not sure why that's happening. I guess I'm just a loud person. <laughs> Clearly, Inosuke is just a recording hazard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think my favorite thing, at least about Inosuke, is how recognizable he is because of that laugh. Like, immediately what comes to mind is, like, Brooke from One Piece with his laugh and how, like, people were super excited about it. So were you kind of nervous on the reception you might get as Inosuke, considering how uh, recognizable his you know, mannerisms and his like laugh is, you know, I, I, I knew it had to be right. People get attached to a certain performance and if they hear anything different, you know, it, it pulls their ear, but I knew it made me very happy when, when I heard it back, I knew the whole crew was happy with what, what they were able to capture. I was, you know, proud of what we did. Um, so all you can do is the best you can in that moment. Just put everything you can into it while you're in that booth. You don't really get many opportunities because they have to move at a certain pace. So, you know, there's there's sometimes where there's a moment and they really want to get it right and they'll they'll let you try multiple times, but sometimes you just go, you just kind of are in there and you just go with your gut and whatever comes out like lives in the show forever. And you just hope that it, you've done it like it, it's come together. Um, and I know what what they captured in the booth for me. I was very happy with. And all I can do is hope that it resonates with people the way it resonated with me and the crew. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everyone's going to have their own opinions on on what they want a character to sound like. And um, I, I just feel like I, I try to bring those characters to life in a way that makes sense for the English show. Um and when I heard the laughs back and I heard them all mixed in with the other characters, like it, it just made me smile. And I, I knew like I, I had I had hit on something that I was that I was happy with. I don't um, know about you, Velor, but that's such a heartwarming thing to hear. Oh, my God. I love that. I, I definitely agree. <laughs> it's challenging. It's it's part of kind of comes with the territory. Like you just can't make everyone happy. Um, and that's okay. You know, not everyone's going to like every performance, but for me, um, I just, I, I go in there and I do everything I can to get the best performance that I can do. And, uh, if I leave the booth feeling proud of what I've done, like, you know, that's it, it's out in the world. And, and I just hope that others 
uh, appreciate and like it, and I've done the character justice. Um, but I love characters with interesting, unique laughs. Um, I, I play a, a character named Nagito in a series called Danganronpa, and his laugh is like this hazy, you know, kind of dark, evil, crazy laugh, um, which uh, I I really loved. I, I went in and just did it one time, and they're like, "Yep, that's the laugh." Um, so it's it's kind of cool to play another character that's known for the way that that he laughs. It also might mean that you're a very positive and happy person too, considering that you like to do it. I mean, it's it's an amazing experience to be able to go in the booth and bring these characters to life. Um, I, you know, I, I know how fortunate I am to be able to work in this industry. I'm competing against some really, really talented actors constantly. Um, and, you know, I, I when I said I literally have won the anime lottery, like that's how difficult it is to book these types of roles. So uh, I, I just feel excited and happy anytime I get to step into the booth and become these characters. And, uh, you know, just very, very grateful for the, uh, the opportunity to do that, especially on a show like Demon Slayer. So if you had to be like any other character in Demon Slayer besides Inosuke, who would you want to be? Well, I can tell you I auditioned for Inosuke and Tanjiro, um, I, I really like Tanjiro as a character. He's awesome. Um, I, I feel like the other character that I really like is Giyu. Um, I mean, he's super powerful. He just comes in and slices people up and disappears. Um, I, I feel like if, if you've watched Attack on Titan, I feel like he's the Levi of the show. Like, mm, he just comes in one, and yeah. destroys yeah. them yeah. and... You know, everyone kind of looks at him as the most powerful. Um, So I really like that character. But um, I I feel like the casting director made some really great choices. Um, I I mean, Johnny is absolutely killing it as that character. He is perfect to play that role. Um, And I think Zach is doing an incredible job with Tanjiro. I mean, that's that's an extremely challenging role that he's taken on. And he's really carrying the show well. I'm I'm excited to continue to watch his performance so i guess kind of for a last question kind of thing what are your predictions since obviously and i i don't know either i haven't read uh past where the anime is so i'm curious on what your predictions might be for the future of not only inosuke but our our main characters in demon slayer man riding some trains killing some demons hopefully headbutting more trees uh, <laughs> that's what i want to see um I, you know, it's it's really hard to say. Like, I, I just want to see more big battles. Um, I, I want to learn more about these new characters that have been introduced towards the end of the series. Um, and I, I just I just hope for more beautiful settings and and beautiful moments uh, like what the show has been able to create in a number of, of these moments. I, I just hope for more of that. Um, but who knows? I mean, with a show like this, it's it's really hard to say what could happen next because anything could happen. You know, they're they're just kind of running around this world and discovering these these demons and fighting them and like they could run into anything. So it's it's really hard to say what what's going to happen next. I just hope Inosuke doesn't die. Please, <laughs> Inosuke, he, he came close. 
it, no spoilers, but oh no. Um, but yeah, he, uh, I, I hope he, he sticks around for a while. Cause I would really like to go in there and drink some dark coffee and, and yell some more. Oh God, we, we have to protect Inosuke. I, he's my favorite right now. That's remind me of that scene with Inosuke on like the hospital bed. Uh, and he's just like <laughs> slumping down with like the crushed throat. Oh, he's so sad. <laughs> even more sad with the boar head on him, too. It looks even more <laughs> he still sad. has the boar head on. That's the best part. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> that was a fun scene to play, just making him as, like, depressed. And I, I literally pushed on my vocal cords, like, pushed very hard down to kind of make my voice sound deeper and, and make it sound like my windpipe had been crushed. Um, when I, when I heard it back all mixed, I was really happy with that. That made me laugh too. That definitely sounds like a huge contrast from having to yell all your lines all the time. Right? Yeah. I I showed up that day. I'm like, oh, easy day today, guys. Just get to lay in bed. Dang. That, that is, that is pretty good. That's a, that's a good setup for at least that. (laughs) That is the life right there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh bryce thank you again so much for taking the time to talk with us and everything i i hope it wasn't too painful i hope everything worked out okay at least that it was uh, an enjoyable interview not too many hard questions i hope oh absolutely this was great guys uh you know i i really appreciate you guys celebrating the show with this podcast uh i hope you introduce the show to to more fans out there um i'd, I'd love for the, the show to continue to be successful so we keep getting more seasons and movies and uh, I just want it to, to continue. Um, so it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, thank you for having me on. This was a lot of fun. And uh, just on a quick note, is there anything you'd like to plug that you can talk about? Wow, it's really, really difficult to, uh, to segment what I can and can't right. say. Um, so I'll just say this, uh, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Bryce Pappenbrook at my name. Um, I announce things as quickly as I can, uh, on those platforms. I know I'm actually kind of far behind on some announcements. I, uh, I had a, a small role in, in the new Final Fantasy VII, uh, which is really exciting. Uh, I have a, a role in the new Persona 5. Um, which I haven't put out on my social yet. I, I, I really need to do that. Um, there's a, a new mobile Final Fantasy game that's been released um, that I, I have um, a main role in. I, I play a character named Mont Leonis. Uh, so really excited about that. Uh, and there's lots of stuff I, I mentioned to you guys maybe before you started rolling that uh, all the studios in L.A. are shut down right now because of what's going on in the world. But uh, I built out a recording studio at my house um, and many other actors have done the same. And the studios are doing their best to continue production and continue to dub anime. Uh, and there's a number of shows that I'm working on that I'm really, really excited about. Um, I feel like some will be announced soon. Some will be kind of far down the line. Some I'm just not sure of. Um, but there's there's definitely more uh, uh, of of me screaming and uh, and having lots of fun in the booth coming very soon. Awesome. I know both of us cannot wait to hear and see what these new announcements are, too. So we will be looking forward to that. 
And again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk talk with us. It's an honor and a pleasure as always. Yes, thank you so much, Bryce, for coming on. This was a huge honor. Absolutely. And and thank you to you guys. Thank you to all the listeners out there and fans of Demon Slayer. Uh, appreciate all your support. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed we get more really, really soon. I can't wait. And that's a wrap for this episode. Huge thank you again to Bryce for coming on. Definitely follow him on social media and check out all the shows and games that he's in. He does some really amazing work. If you enjoyed this interview, though, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast or on the Tanami Faithful website at tanamifaithful.com slash Podcast. The podcast is also streaming on basically everything at this point. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, you name it, we're there. So whatever you listen to your podcast on, look us up, check us out, subscribe, and enjoy our episodes. But that about does it for this episode, so we will see you guys later.